This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Callie has designated this a salty pants show. She thinks we're both salty and that might be the case, but at the end, we save it. We fall back on an old favorite to make everything right in the world. But before we get there, uh, we complain about Starbucks, we complain about our office, and we complain about TikTok. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, September 8th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that yesterday, Callie and I got to work together at our office. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for NyQuil. Ellie brought the preschool crud home and apparently everyone that has like kids around, like has some sort of illness right now. Cause it's back to school for everybody. So, um, Ellie got it. She sneezed in my mouth. Now I have it. And I got to say the NyQuil works wonders. Like I was like, well, should I take it? Should I not take it? And Jeff, you actually gave me a good reminder. That is one of those duh things, but we always like talk ourselves out of it when it's us, which is you were like, you need to get a good sleep. It's what's good for you. It's going to make you feel better. Take the NyQuil, pass out and have a really good night's sleep. Like, well, what I usually do is, and it's stupid, but what I usually do is I will not like the first night I feel sick. I'm like, well, I'm not going to take NyQuil for it. I'm not going to take anything like that because what if it's just like, what if this is gone tomorrow? And then the next day you feel a little bit worse, you know, right. and you, like, why like, are we fighting it? Yeah. Cause the number one thing I think if you talk to any medical professional and you have any sort of disease, right? Like whatever, what do they say? Rest hydrate. and hydrate. Mm-hmm. That's it. Those two yeah. things. Like, and, and then everything else on top of that is gravy. So why not take something that will allow you to get a great night's sleep on night one? Because that'll make it probably kick its butt faster. And usually every day, like if I'm working from home and I have a work from home day scheduled, like I we get up at like seven and I wake up pretty naturally or hear Jeff's alarm go off or whatever. I was out like a rock when Jeff woke me up at 830 and said, hey going to the co-working space and I was like, what time is it? He's like 8.30. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I slept because, you know, I took NyQuil at like 11 p.m. So I think I'm still like one more good night's sleep away from being, you know, better. But it's just the cold. It is what it is. A few thoughts on on the um, co-working space. I'm glad you have thoughts because I have thoughts too. One, um, I don't think, I, I think we should just call it the office. The office. Okay. Cause it is our office. It is our office. Yeah. Normally I go there, um, a couple days a week and, and I work from there cause I can be like uninterrupted and, and, and get stuff done and, and have calls and meetings and all that stuff, 
Um, but because Callie was working from home, she was able to come with me and it was really neat. So here are a couple things. Number one, unrelated to going to the office, but just a thought that I had on the way there about words. You know how every year the dictionary announces there's the new 10 words. new words, 12 new words. I think we talked about it at length recently because there's like a whole committee yeah. that picks the words. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I think there we have to invent a word. I think there needs to be a word for when you go to a coffee shop and you order your usual drink and you know the second you see the color that it's not going to taste good. Mm, yeah. Like, you know it's wrong, but there's nothing you can do about it because you haven't tasted it. Mm -hmm. They're busy. They're probably understaffed. You're not going to be that person. But the minute you walk up, like, I always do mobile order, and then I you know. go in to get it. And yeah. as I'm walking, I'm like, please don't be mine. And then I see it, and it says Jeff on it, and I'm like, it's wrong. Yeah. There needs, that needs to be a word. Mm -hmm. Like, a, 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 a word. It's the wrong shade. Yes. It's like. It needs to be like cafe disappointment, like some marriage of coffee and disappointment and sadness <laughs> or something. So, But also you feel bad for the people busting their butts yeah. at work to make it happen. So you don't want to say anything. So right. it's just like, it's half disappointed that you didn't get the coffee that you were craving. And it's half disappointed that you're such a wuss and don't want to like interrupt anyone else's day in a maybe well, little bit negative way, or just any, you just don't want to inconvenience everyone. So it's like part A, part B. It's such, I think it's bigger than that because it's such a, it's such a, like a, a personal thing. Like two, you know, like let's say your drink gets, you know, two pumps of vanilla and a splash of half and half or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. the, that, the two pumps, I think, are the, that's standard. Like at Starbucks, for example. Yeah. I think every Starbucks in the country probably has the same little pumpers. Mm -hmm. The splash, it's, what's a splash? You know what what's I mean? What's a splash? What's a splash? They should do it like a bar. It should be shots. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get like one shot, two shot, whatever. So if you, it says shot. light, like if it says, you know, Light ice. Light. What's light ice? Exactly. It's subjective. Uh, leave room. You know, you objective, can subjective. It's subjective. Subjective. Yeah. You can also leave, you know, you can put in like leave room. So at the top of the cup, you can, you can if put you your, own add stuff your own in. stuff in yeah. or if you don't want it to splash out even. Like how much room? So, yeah. So, so I feel bad complaining because I think they followed the recipe. It's just like an artist. You know what I it's mean? It's not that it's wrong. It's just not your preference. Correct. And if you went to like a gourmet pizza shop and there was a, you know, there was a couple different chefs, like everyone's going to put a little bit different amount of cheese. Well, it's like our Friday night, our Friday night pizza nights when you cook the pizza. Correct. For me, the perfect pizza ever is doughy and partially undercooked. Right. For you, the perfect pizza has a little bit of crisp on top and the cheese is brown. You know, so and, and I'm trying hard to to marry those two and make you are trying so hard, and I would like you to know that I really appreciate it. It is like we agree on a lot of things, Pete. Like we agree on like cookie doneness, brownie doneness, but mm, you, oh no, we don't. No, I like don't. undercooked. I like everything undercooked. Yeah, I really do. Um, it's just better. It's just superior. So that's how it started going to the. But I'm like, that's okay. It's all right. I get to work with Callie today. I mean, it's. Great. So I sucked down the subpar coffee, right? That uh, that was the wrong color, and I knew the second I saw it. 
Then I get to the, the, the office and I settle in. And the thing about co-working spaces is you can either use a shared, like you can have a, there's like a shared like community room that'll have like different desks, tables, booths. Privacy has a price. We'll put it that yeah. way. Or if you're having meetings or whatever, you can reserve a small conference room. Mm-hmm. Because th- there were no meetings, like I'm just like, well, we'll sit in the the common area in uh, at one of the big tables. I'm going to be there early enough. We'll be able to secure a, a table that's big enough for both of us to be all spread out, which is great. But there was one guy there, and he just didn't know what an indoor voice was. He did not know what an indoor voice was. And they also have free phone booths, so you could like phone or Zoom from like one of the free booths that they offer that you don't have to pay for. But what I realized when which, he was which talking- Which he, he was not using. He no, was, he was like out in the open so we could all hear his conversation. And it, and it wasn't a short- It's probably like 45 minutes to an hour. And he was, and he had his voice, he had a great voice for broadcasting. Like it was, he projected. He did. He enunciated. And it just, it just started to bug me that I'm like, I get it, dude. Like we're in a, this is a co, I get it. Like this is, we're all using this as an office, but there's a, in the, but it's not just your office. It's co-working. Yeah. Co. Look, we're all. Like, in, yeah. He's like the guy that microwaved fish. Yes. In the break room. Like it yes. smells up everybody's office. Yes. Like there's no rule posted about it. He's but like po- he's popcorn burner. He's popcorn burner in the office. He's coffee mug in the sink without a rinse guy. I he actually really didn't bother me. I was so in the zone that I didn't even notice. I mean, it was like background noise. Like I think since we I think I've gotten better over the years of like blocking things out when I need to focus like in the background. And by the way, that might happen every time I'm there. Normally I put my earphones in. Yeah. Why didn't you? Cause you were there. It felt rude. But we weren't talking. It we doesn't were matter. Both, I don't think we talked the whole time we were there. We were both just like, we did talk. We said, away. we said little things like, Hey, did you see this email from so-and-so? And it was like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, good. Or like, um, Hey, just curious, how broke are we next month? You're like, really broke. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and we just kept going out. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just, it was quick, but I want, I didn't want to have to pop it out. I wanted to just be able to talk to you, but. Oh, it well, was, that's really thoughtful. But you, uh, Okay. So here's what I thought was funny about, about the first guy. About, fi- about fish, popcorn, coffee mug guy. About fish in the microwave guy. So fish in the microwave guy, he was, I could gather from his conversation. Actually, I just want, I just want to say, I want to say thank you for the fish in the microwave analogy. Cause it actually makes me feel better about his existence because it makes it seem like more of an office. That like is true. Every office. There's got to be a one. Every office has to have that person. Yes. And I feel like we had that person. I used to have someone that I worked with years ago that would go on like tirades about how they didn't like to wash their hands and how like sinks are dirty and like all of this stuff. In the bathroom. So gross. In the bathroom. So gross. But this person loved to share the communal food that people would send into the office. Like it would be from like a client or whatever. It was like holiday time. And I could never unhear him telling me that he doesn't believe in washing your hands. So I'm like, if you're going to do that rule, you don't get to touch the communal popcorn. Like you don't get to dig your hand in the holiday popcorn bucket, you know, and like take out you popcorn because now I can't eat it. You don't get to fish through the munchkins to find the blueberry one. You literally don't. Like, like not you probably, allowed. You shouldn't even really touch the ones. You should ask somebody to hand you the one that you want. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like that. But what I was going to say about this guy is I could tell 
what he does for a living from his conversations, like not specifically, but I knew that he worked in HR. And the thing that makes it awkward is when you're in HR, a huge part of your job is confidentiality, right? I know the names of the employees he was talking about. Like, I don't know them personally, but I could repeat their names first, last names and what company they worked for. And I just want to be like, dude, like, I know you're not supposed to tell other people in your company, but also like, what if I knew that person? Like, that would be yeah. really weird. Well, didn't you think you heard a name of somebody that we mutually knew? I did. Did and it come up again? Because I tried to listen for a couple minutes. It didn't come up again. And I'm kind of bummed because I'm really nosy about stuff like this. And like, I won't ask someone, but when I hear a name that I think that I know, and then he said salary requirements and I like immediately was like, I want to hear more about this. Uh, and then you left and there was another guy that sat down different guy and he was on a zoom call as I, well. I did hear the the first guy, the HR guy, um, mentioned somebody named Noah and they're going to hire, if your name is Noah and you've recently applied for a company and the guy who, that you're talking to is a very loud talker, um, know this, they're going to offer you the job no matter what, mm-hmm. Like you've got the job, but the first package that they're offering you is, is their basic and they're hoping you take it. But if you don't. They have more to offer you. You are the man for the job and and your name is Noah. (laughs) You are the man for a job. Um, And there's someone that they're not going to give an offer to because they're overqualified and their salary is too much, but you do have some wiggle room. We can also tell you that there's someone coming in from France for some meetings. Oh yeah. That's what we know. That was actually really interesting. I'm like, who do you work with in France? Like, that's awesome. And then they get to come to the States and then they were talking about how they're going to have like, um, how they're going to have, I guess in France, like I think Americans do work culture than differently than anybody else. So he was talking about how like in France you work like 45 minutes of every hour pretty much. And then you have a break. Like you don't work straight through your day. I feel like in France, every hour you have to have a cigarette and a glass of wine. I would love that. And a baguette. We should move. Jeff, every French fantasy that Jeff has involves uh, carrying a baguette down yes. the street. Yes. Or putting it in a basket of a bike. Yes. Like he just, it just, you know what I dream about with France? We need to go there when the world's not so weird. But like I, they have these amazing, and I think this is like all across Europe, but they have like fresh baguettes. You can get sandwiches at like the street carts or whatever. Yeah. Like there's no refrigerator. It's yeah. just, they have them just sitting out wrapped in paper. So fresh. Yeah. And it is, they put instead of mayonnaise. So you get like, you know, ham, cheese and butter yeah. instead of mayonnaise. Yep. I had one in college when I was like, you know, at, right out of college, I went to Europe for a week or two and I still dream about those sandwiches. And it's been like, what, 10 years? More than 10 years? Oh, it's been well, like. Maybe they'll bring the French fella into the office and then we could be like, hey, you want to go out for sandwiches? It was a woman. But yeah, I'll ask. I'll see if she can like sneak some sandwiches. In That's her just bag. coming from France. The, yeah. a woman. Mm-hmm. I bet they have that at Jersey Mike's, don't they? Not the same. The bonjour, the number Not nine. The same. What um, I realized wh- that I would like to get rid of is all the corporate buzzwords. Like, so I was sitting there for. Can I, can I stop you for a second? Because there's something that I feel like I've been interrupting you a lot. Oh, well, you, I think you normally do, but it's okay. Okay. I just want to go back to something because it's going to bug me until, until we address it. Okay. I said, I think every hour you should, people should stop and have a cigarette and a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that's what they do in France. Mm -hmm. And you said, I would love that. I just heard wine and and baguettes. (laughs) 
I wasn't thinking about the cigarette. Well, I just, the only reason I th- th- thought that is because one, you've never smoked in your, had a cigarette in your life, right? Never in my life. And you have the most precision nose about cigarette smoke of anyone I've ever met. Like if there's- I do? Yes. Really? If there's somebody like two blocks away, you're like, somebody is smoking. Like if so- we're, If we're outside, you're like, somebody's smoking. I can smell it. Somebody is smoking. My grandparents, my grandmother smoked so many cigarettes and it is ingrained into my senses. I can think about her house now and know exactly how it smells and know how my clothes smelled when I left and like my hair and like all of that kind of stuff. And it grossed me out so bad that I never have had even a second of an urge to touch a cigarette ever um, because that's so seared into. So that's why I've never smoked a cigarette and I, yeah, just glazed by it. Cause I feel like, I don't know. My parents both smoked when I was growing up and at some point they quit. Um, but in my, the smell in my, like, I don't have, like, I don't remember our house smelling like cigarette smoke, but every now and again, I'll get a whiff of cigarette smoke that, that must be so, the same brand or whatever that they smoked. And there's a, something a little bit comforting about it to me. Oh, really? Uh-huh. My dad's totally comforted by the smell of cigarettes. He said that before. Um, he used to smoke. And my mom, it was like a super deal breaker when they started dating. So he quit because she hated it. And uh, he has said that, well, he smoked like a pipe, I think. Like a, like a, pipe. you know what I mean? Like a old school. Like a bong. No, not like that at all. No, a pipe. I know what a pipe is. Yeah, but I think I'm not talking about like something illegal. I'm just like where you put tobacco in a t- in a in a pipe like that is what my dad used to smoke like forever ago. Like and Frosty he, the Snowman. Yeah, like like Frosty the Snowman. That is exactly what it was. And he said that if he were on his deathbed, like he's super healthy now, but he was like, if I found out that I was dying like next week, I would smoke on my deathbed. Like I would pick it up because I love it so much. Anyways, random fact about my dad. Um, what I was going to say is that the amount of corporate buzzwords I heard sitting there like made me cringe. And I always feel really dumb about corporate buzzwords. But I realized yesterday it's because they actually don't make sense. I don't think it's that I'm necessarily dumb, but I think they're just overcomplicated and unnecessary. Like, right. Like people were just saying things and I'm like, you know, you could say that, like you could just call it a spreadsheet. You don't have to call it a, you know, whatever. Or but like it was so confusing listening to it. And then I was like, these just are buzzwords. Corporate buzzwords are meant to make people feel them. I'm convinced. Well, they exist to, to like fancy up what you, so like if you're on a group text and you're trying to figure out everybody's going to lunch tomorrow and you're trying to figure out where you're going to lunch, like somebody's gonna write, hey, let me let me see if this spot is open for lunch and I'll te- and I'll and I'll text you back as soon as I call them. Right. In corporate speak, you're like, let me circle back. Let me let me let me rendezvous with them and I'll circle back to you with the answers. It's like, like unnecessary words. Yeah. And then also words that I don't know. Like the the one of the people next to us was on a call. I'm so nosy realizing this. Uh but like every other sentence, I was like, there are three or four sentences in a row where I don't understand anything that you're saying. And it's just because you're dressing up simple words that don't need to be dressed up. So I'm vowing as the founder of our own company to never use words 
just for the sake of using them that are overcomplicated. I am vowing as a person who hopefully will never have to work in a corporate office again and who can be a work from home dad for the rest of my life. I am vowing to start using corporate words in my personal life. No, you just have to use corporate words with Ellie. Yes. So when people, <laughs> so if somebody says something to me like, hey, uh, are you, can you go get a you know, cup of coffee this day or whatever, rather than saying, let me check with Callie to make sure she'll be home in time so that I can leave for lunch. Instead, I'll say, let me run that up the ladder and I'll circle back with you. <laughs> let Please me, don't. I'll well, move out. I don't want to live with you anymore. Like if I go pick up Ellie from carpool and the carpool person is like, hey, can you send her in with, um, you know, gym clothes for we're going to go outside next class or mm -hmm. whatever next day. I'll be like, OK, I'm going to give that to my counterpart and she's going to run point on that project. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. An apple pie costs $7 in Jamaica. It costs $11 in the Bahamas. And it only costs $4 in Puerto Rico. Those are the pie rates of the Caribbean. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. When I find a product that I love, I latch on hard. I have been a Rothy's customer for years, a paying customer of Rothy's for years. Here's a couple things that I love about them. One, they are incredibly comfortable. You can take them out of the box, Put them on your feet and go about your day. You will totally forget that you're wearing brand new flats because they're that comfortable. No rubbing, no discomfort, none of that other stuff that usually comes with flats. And teachers, I am looking at you because you're going back to school and you're going to be on your feet. You're going to be chasing kids around. You want to be comfortable. Maybe you also want to be cute. Rothy's are both. And the best part is you can wear them for a long day. You can sweat in them they can start to smell. And guess what? You can machine wash them. I machine wash mine all the time. People Magazine named the point the best flat for their first ever style awards. They're so cute. That's what drug me into Rothy's, right? But my favorite style is the loafer style and they're really cute. They can dress up jeans. And again, they're really comfortable. The best part of Rothy's is everything they make is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of single use plastic bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. And that is why I'm super proud to spend my money with Rothy's. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you are stuck, it doesn't matter if you feel too sad. It doesn't matter if you feel too anxious, too nervous. If something is preventing you from feeling the best version of you, there is someone who can help you. BetterHelp can pair you with a therapist that can cut through that blockage, who can help you feel like you again. I went to therapy after spending years saying, I don't understand it. I don't know why people need therapy. Can't you just think about what's wrong and fix it? And then I go to therapy and realize 
how much easier it is when you have someone helping you and holding your hand through the process. Plus, if you don't know what needs to be fixed, you can't fix it. And if you don't go to therapy, you think you know, but you don't. Therapy is right for you because it's right for everyone. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, entirely online. You're going to get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I am on TikTok, and I have no TikTok love, and I'm feeling some kind of way about it because I've been a TikTok stalker for like two years, maybe. I thought you got. I thought you were on TikTok. You were watching TikToks, and then you would you get too sucked into them, so you got off TikTok. I was. I was. And then I got back on them during Bama Rush Talk. And then I got addicted again. During what? Bama Rush Talk, remember? We talked oh, about that. Oh, the sorority things? Yeah. Yeah. So then I got sucked back in. And it really is like an addictive app. Like it's kind of dangerous, but it's also really funny and entertaining. So I've been like saving sounds for like two years of things that I like. There and are some sororities that just weren't good at the, at the TikTok thing, right? Um... I don't know. I don't think I saw them. I think I saw the ones, the ones that showed up in my, in my page were like all the top ones that were like going viral and millions of people were liking it and stuff like that. Cause after you talked about it on the show, one of them popped up on my TikTok and I, and I watched it and it guess, guess what? Once you watch one in its entirety, then they're like, Oh, you liked that. Mm-hmm. So now like every fifth video and like the, there are a couple that I was like, wow, like that's a lot of, like, that's good. Like, that's a lot of coordination. It's it, so much coordination. And then there were other ones where I was like, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And why weren't their fraternities doing it? That would have been great. I think because guys just don't care. Maybe I, they do. I did see one the other no, day. No, just for the viralness of it. Could you imagine yeah. a bunch of fraternity dudes doing the choreographed dance and then it pans off? And why was there always one person doing a cartwheel off toward the street at yeah. the end of every one? Like having a dude do that would have been great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm on TikTok. I posted my first video. So I've been like a, a lurker for two years now. And um, I was really scared because I feel like we've talked about Kelly a lot um, from the carpool, but she was saying that TikTok is like vicious. Like people just are so mean and horrible. And I recently just got my Instagram to a really good place where everyone's super nice. And I have like friends on there and I'm not as self-conscious when I post because people are way nicer to me on Instagram now and it's a good space. And then I get on TikTok, and I'm a little scared because Kelly told me it was like horrible and people are so mean and vicious, but I posted my first video and I was like all excited about it. And I was like refreshing and it got like two likes or two I, views or whatever. And then I was like, Oh, I <laughs> think that I think that's just the way TikTok goes. Like, I think, I don't think anything gets anything. Like, I don't think any video gets any views until it goes off. So I think you either live in like, hey, this got 300 views, mm-hmm. right? Or this got 300,000. Yeah. Do you remember the one that I posted that went viral and then they took it down? No. It was the woman in our last house, right when we moved in, they were finishing 
this big apartment building right across the street. And like nice, like fancy kind of, you know, nice apartments with balconies and like brickwork and stuff. And one of the cleaning crew who was getting it ready for the new tenant uh, was climbing up the wall like Spider-Man. Oh my gosh, cleaning, I do remember cleaning that. Cleaning the windows. Like she would climb out on somebody's balcony and then like walk across the ledge cleaning the four windows. She's one sneeze away from falling <laughs> off a ledge. Yes, and I filmed it from across the street and I'm like, I don't know if this woman needs to be fired or needs to get a raise. Did she they, why'd they take it down? Did safety. they tell you? Mm. They said, this is a dangerous activity and you can't promote it. I'm like, I'm not promoting it. I'm talking about how maybe she's foolish yeah. or genius. Yeah. Um, but it got, I, it got like 25,000 views or something. Then gone. You know what would have definitely gone viral? If you had filmed our old neighbor barking in your face. That's true. That would have been a really good one. Could we, we could do a dr- dramatic reenactment of that. Of her barking in your face. Yeah. I don't know. That that Where I would have to play both parts. I'd have to get a wig. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know how people do that? Yeah. I don't know if t- TikTok is your thing. It's I don't not. know. Maybe no. it's not my thing either. And this will last like one week and then I'll move on to something else or someone will be mean to me and then I'll go cry for like a month. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is McDonald's once made bubblegum flavored broccoli. And this is true. They were trying to get kids to eat healthier and it did not go over well with the child testers. They thought it was really weird and quote unquote confusing. So that didn't fly. Um, I will say there are a lot of companies that do veggies right for kids where I actually eat them and go, this is really good. Yeah. Like there's, um, I don't even know the name of the company. Is it Kids Fresh? Kid Fresh or something like that? And they do... like meatballs, but the meatball is half veggie. Mm -hmm. It's like riced cauliflower and... Oh, yeah, those are really good. And ground turkey, I think, maybe ground chicken, like together as meatballs, and we heat them up in the air fryer. They are so good. I'm not going to lie to you. Little Spoon, remember when they sent us, we were doing endorsements for them, and they sent us like a ton of, well, technically they sent Ellie a ton of stuff and we heated up one of the plates for her and uh then we were like checking it to make sure it wasn't too hot and then remember you and i ate like the whole whole plate we're like ellie uh you have no lunch they i i just think there's maybe a whole market for adults who don't eat veggies like hide it for us too yeah you know Mm -hmm. your second random thing is going to be especially important for you if you are looking for a job because there's an opening this is a legitimate advertisement or post or whatever that was on the New York City Craigslist page, okay? Hi there. I am looking for a personal assistant to help me with my new dog one to two days a week for just a few hours. Uh, The dog is a puppy, what is it? Um, Bernie's Mountain Dog puppy. There's pictures of it. It's the cutest puppy on the planet. I'm sure it is. Uh, I'm looking for a personal assistant to help me with my new dog one to two days per week for just a couple hours. The tasks that I'm looking for are twofold. One, uh, dog walking and playing with the dog. Two, social media manager for the dog doing content creation. Oh, my gosh. 100% legitimate. 
Uh, the ad continues. I will be heading into the office soon, and I would love for someone nearby to take my adorable Bernie's Mountain Dog puppy on three potty breaks throughout the day. She is very friendly, nearly fully house trained, and I want to keep it that way. She loves cuddles. She loves playing with anyone, and she just needs a little extra love on the two to three days that I will be working from the office. I'm hoping to have someone looking to gain experience in social media content creation to kickstart my dog's Instagram page. I'm not asking for much. Two to three high quality posts per week that will get her some traction as a young pup living in New York City. I am opening. I am open to discussing plans, experience levels, and more. I can also provide guidance as my background is in influencer and social media marketing. I just don't have the time to handle my dog's account myself. Legit job. Do you want to take it? Are you thinking about taking it? No. If any dog is going to get famous, it's going to be one of ours. And your third random thing is Queen Elizabeth is listing some of her cottages on Airbnb. And I feel like this is like a trend that Airbnb is partnering with like celebrities. I don't know that Airbnb is a partner of her hers, would hear it, but here's what it says. You can now roam the same ground as her because she is renting her former head gardener's home on Airbnb. It's at Sandringham, Sandringham, Sandringham Estate. Um, and it short-term stays are $354 a night. And she already has budget bookings also on an estate of hers in Scotland that go for as little as $17 a night. Now she's not doing this to make extra cash, right? Like she's not getting into, she's not trying to be a super host or whatever. I would say that she's not trying to be a super host, but could you imagine leaving a bad review on the queen's Airbnb? It's a touristy gimmicky thing, right? Oh, oh, totally. I mean, I don't know what the sourcing is and I don't know where that came from. Like, you know, I know they did one like Sarah Jessica Parker did one for this Carrie's sex in the city house or whatever. And I think it's really interesting and I would totally do that, but I really would like to meet the person that's going to be the first one to leave a negative review. To give the queen one star. To give the queen one star. Yeah. Towels were rough. Towels weren't soft. There was no tea. Yeah. Uh, I feel really bad for the queen because she's, I mean, close to a hundred. Jeff is really upset about this, about the queen getting older. Well, I, she's gonna, I mean, she's getting older. Like she's going to do what old people, all old people do, which is very sad. But there, she's under a microscope because she's the queen. And I feel like nobody is giving her grace for being nearly 100 years old. Like they, they just did the prime minister thing in... They, Boris, whatever his name is, Johnson mm-hmm. resigned, and then the, they elected a new woman mm-hmm. to take his place. And so they decided they they said you need to travel to the Queen's castle mm-hmm. in Scotland in yeah. Scotland because she's not well. She doesn't travel well, so you guys have to travel there. And then the, I guess the way it works is he formally tenders his resignation. And then, like one hour later, the woman comes in who is a newly elected, and the queen like gives her blessing. And, and or then whatever. the queen says, "Will you take this job?" And she yeah. says, "Yes." Um, for, very formal, right? Uh, so there's all these pictures. I think she looks fine for somebody who's nearly a hundred years old. But she looks pe- great. But people are writing stuff like, "Look how she stooped over." I'm like, "She's a hundred, and look, she has a bruise on her hand." I'm like, "Her skin is that is is like." is like parchment paper. Like, of course she has a bruise. If the wind blows, she's going to bruise. She's a hundred. 
And she's been working since she was like Wasn't she 14. queen when she was 16 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like really young. Yeah. Teenager. Se- 70 years she has been working. Give the woman a break. She yeah. can she can stoop over. She's You know what? Y'all should just be happy that she's standing up. Because if I'm in the same job for 70 years, I'm like, you know what? Don't even come here. Just Zoom. Just Zoom me. Not even Zoom. Just put me on Bluetooth speakerphone. Let's just do it that way. So I feel bad. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Do you feel like our shows have been super salty pants this week? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Why? Because I was just like looking through our past like topics for this week and I was like, oh my gosh, have we been super like salty pants and complaining this week? Um, well, let's review today's show. Um, salty pants about the common workspace. Salty pants about TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. oh, nobody follows me. I'm going to get negative comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, salty pants about Starbucks. So, uh, maybe it was just today's show. Today's show was a little salty. Yeah. Should we end it with gratitude? I'm grateful for Starbucks. I'm grateful that you can mobile order because that is awesome. I am grateful that we don't have to pay for an office space and we can go to a co-working space. And what was the other thing we were salty pants about? I am grateful that when I have 10 minutes and I need to burn it, like I'm 10 minutes early for an appointment or something, that I can do it with TikTok. There you go. Boom. Hey, this is John in Watkinsville. I had to pause the show when you're talking about the buy one, get one free at the grocery store. You don't understand it. It's to get you to buy more because they run promotions, but... Like, especially public, because it's buy one, get one, and you only buy one, they just charge you a penny more than what half price is. So you can actually save a lot of money by only buying one or something that's buy one, get one. Anyways, love the show. Keep it up, guys. Good morning, friends. Um, I think Jeff will understand this um, one because he and I are about the same age. But the other day when you guys were talking about how expensive things are and how like you can remember um, things being super expensive and they're not these days. Well, if you guys remember those Bose sound systems, there was like a CD player and it was portable um, and it was supposed to have amazing sound. And they were like, I want to say they were like six or $700, which was crazy money for me at the time starting out in my career. There was no way I could afford something that was five, six, $700. Flashback or flash forward to a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, huh, I just want to see what became of those things because, you know, technology has moved so fast. And I'm telling y'all, I went to the Bose website, and those things are still $500. I'm like, wait a minute. That technology is completely obsolete. Who is paying $500 for a Bose CD player? Okay, y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Um, Heavenly Hunks. There is a peanut butter one. Oh, my goodness. Um, not sure if you guys are big peanut butter fans, but yes, wonderful. Um, I've never had the oatmeal chocolate. In fact, I just ordered them. Um, but we've, we've had the peanut butter ones multiple times in the house. Love the show. Bye. I am in my car cracking up because Jeffrey is going to sell itself.
Wayne. <laughs> I'm not going to sell itself. Uh, are there that many news stories about people named Wayne that you can just do this? Like, over and over again? Like, I just don't feel like... I, <laughs> it's not going to sell itself. <laughs> hey, Ellie and Jeff, it's Lauren. Jeff, you were talking about the buy one, get one, and that you end up just buying two. You know you can just buy one and get it at half price. So that's what we do unless we just really love the item. So otherwise, you're just spending more money, and it takes us forever to, like, say, drink a gallon of orange juice. So we just get one, and you get it at half off. So you don't have to get two. Have a great day. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. I this is Ari calling from North Carolina. I think I'm listening to the podcast on the right day. I'm a little late listening because I got caught up in work. But I don't know if it's just me, but did the recording change? It sound, the sound sounds a little different. It doesn't sound as live and casual as I guess I'm used to hearing it. It almost sounds like you're in a box, so to speak, uh, or even maybe far away. Just, just calling. Maybe it's just me, but... I just thought that was the first thing I noticed when I turned the podcast on this afternoon. So talk to you later and love the, love the show, guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Mary. I paused today's episode where you're talking about the toys from your parents' attic that you brought to Ellie. Another great parenting hack is get some bins and label them one, two, three, four, and week one of the month have a number one bin out and just rotate them. Week two, pull two out. And even though she has those toys and she's seen them before, when you open that bin, it's going to be like Christmas. She will be so excited. So just rotate the things out and that minimizes your clutter too. And it'll keep her interested and excited about what's in the bin. Love you guys. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.